All right, there we go. It's the end of the month already. Is spitting the same as dog piss? Good question. Another podcast episode to be recorded this weekend, and another long time relieving. The question is, do I keep on going, or do I pack it in? Authorities said that they have to uh, correct, uh, that they have to uh, rectify, that to crack down on illegal maps about China. Uh, article says, the authorities said that a correct national map is a symbol of national sovereignty and territorial integrity. What did they say about Ukraine? YouTube watching, LibriVox listening, blog post writing, and a live track? All right, folks. Friday, September 30th, 2022. I'm Stephen Sersky. Hope you uh, guys are, and girls doing well out there, uh, living around the world, doing what you got to do. I uh, got some feedback from the uh, PCAST of lately. Uh, <laughs> now that I have it on Spotify, I'm able to share it a lot easier. And some people have been um, sending me their comments, which is good to hear. Because honestly, for the last... I, I said three years before, and the reason why I'm counting that, because it was uh, April 2020, uh, April 2021, and April 2022, so that that to me is three years of some sort of content creation, but in terms of numerically, like I guess it's inclusively counting, right? Three years of producing a, a big cast, a big podcast, uh, which episode 33... With uh, David Harrison Horton, uh, poet and author, he, uh, he just released yesterday, uh, and so I was up. I was actually pretty. I couldn't sleep afterwards because I was just so hyped up with the amount of stuff I was able to get done yesterday, and I was feeling better and everything. And I think I had a little bit too much espresso during the day, uh, which uh, disabled me for or prevented me from uh, sleeping properly uh, in the evening. But up this morning as well. Got the uh, the Murph. Oh, I don't have the Murph times for you guys today. Shoot, sorry. Uh, let's see if I can jot that down quickly here. Um, the well, I'll get to it in a bit. But uh, basically, with the uh, whole podcast going on, uh, I've, I've received some pretty good comments about it. <laughs> some people have asked about listenership, and I'll t- again, this is actually there, there's been two, a couple of reasons why I haven't posted to Spotify and to these major uh, distribution platforms before. Number one was cost. Okay. I, I knew that I wanted to do a podcast similar to what uh, the, the extended conversation that Joe Rogan does. Okay, now I'm not trying to uh, take his idea because he, he does something a little bit different in terms of uh, the guests that he has. He's a lot of A liners, uh, A listers, but even his early stuff, a um, little bit different than what. I'm, I'm trying to do here. Mine focuses a lot more on expats. Uh, I, I speak, like, as he talks to MMA people and fighters and military personnel being in that sort of, uh, that sort of area of expertise, I talk to expats and, you know, I, I don't want to call them, uh, well, are they academics? Some of them are, but uh, a lot of them are just, you know, people living overseas. So it's expats and travelers and things like that. English teachers, a lot of them, but a lot of them aren't as well. So uh, that's that's number one. It's a very different take on the extended conversation. Again, it goes back to the idea, if you were to rock up in any bar around the world, cafe around the world, you strike up a conversation with the the, the person sitting at the table next to you. That is my big podcast. Okay, that's the big podcast that where I talk to other people, other expats. That's what I'm going for. If you were to record whatever conversation you have with those people, those expats, that's it. I mean, you, you, anyone can do this, especially with the given the audio quality that I'm generating. It's it's not, 
it's not studio quality, that's for sure. It's not the SM7B or whatever it is that uh, Joe Rowe uses or that's recommended as being the podcasting microphone. Um, I'm using a Zoom H41, one microphone, and trying to boost the volume in post. Uh, I've actually gone, my latest uh, shtick has been to uh, go from Logic Pro, um, which is made by Apple, and I spit out a WAV file, and I usually have to spit it out in two files because Logic doesn't spit out the full thing anymore. It, it gives me, I have to ex- uh, export it hour by hour. I import that into Audacity. Audacity, the free open source uh, audio editing software. And there I put them together, I paste them together. I apply some uh, loudness uh, normalization, uh, a compressor, a limiter, and then I try to boost. I amplify a little bit, and I might add another uh, limiter as well. And that gives it a nice rounded sort of feeling. I've noticed that my voice comes across a little bit more tinny as a result. I'll swallow that. I'll take that hit because I mix to a certain level. On my computer, my MacBook Pro, I put it to four bars, okay? And with headphones, I crank them all the way down. I put the MacBook Pro to four bars, and then I crank that the headphones up, and I see... How does it sound like that? Now, I have two uh, two separate sets of headphones. I have a, a, a studio set, uh, the KRK-180s, I think they are, or 858s, 865s, something like that. And then I also I, I mix off of uh, MacBook Pro speakers and my Powerbeats earphones. So I do th- several different types. I'm checking for background noise, sibilance, that stuff, all the stuff that you hear in this live sort of recording, I want to take it out during the big podcast because that one, that one's long duration. This one's short duration. You can you can sort of get through it. Long duration, you don't want a lot of that. Same with the, all of that, those mouth noises. Oh, they drive me crazy. And yes, I know, the MP3 I posted has me beginning the episode that, ah, it's, or, Friday and oh goodness dude all you had to do was clip it all you had to do was clip 0.5 seconds or I you're gonna listen to it now you're gonna be ah, there it is he's he's doing what he says he doesn't like to do and that's I, I will fix that mp3 I will get it up so shortly <laughs> that's yeah anyway that's what I said <laughs> uh so that yeah the whole and the other reason with uh Spotify is uh um, it wasn't as easy. So first of all, it was duration uh, like in terms of how long it was going to be, uh, which was a cost factor because Libsyn was the only one that could uh, host long form uh, audio content. Then Anchor.fm came along and that made it easier and there that's owned by Spotify. Uh, the other thing is that in terms of uh, like the whole big thing over the last three years has been censorship and everything. And I know that a lot of the things that uh, could be said or would be said can get flagged for any number of reasons. I, I I know I honestly don't even care to keep track of the reasons why, but it could be. Um, the fact is that I wanted full control over the MP3 file, over the distri- distribution, and that's why I have the MP3 files on my own website. That's why I put them there. I know they might take a while to download, but it's good audio quality. It's high audio quality. I've spent some time making that audio sound good and free to download and will always be there as long as I'm paying for that website. Not Spotify, not Anchor, not Apple, not Google. So that, <laughs> there's my there's my first two big things with that. Number three is that it, was just, it wasn't as easy as it is now. 
now it's a lot easier to, to distribute podcasts all over the place. Uh, and uh, a lot of people, and to be fair, I didn't think I'd have as many guests as I had. Okay, well, I've only done 33 episodes and there's been several repeat interviews, re- repeat guests. Uh, I didn't really think I was going to be doing this two years ago, three years ago. I just kind of started talking to people that I knew. Uh, even today it was mentioned to me, yeah, you can have sort of like a uh, sort of an exit interview of all the people that you've ever worked with. I'm like, it's it kind of sounds like it, doesn't it, right? I mean, uh, you can have the company exit view uh, interview, but uh, unless you've talked to Steve, hmm, have you really left China just yet? I'm not going for that, but I am going for the good stories about the expats who lived here, who live here, and are trialing the tribulation and tribulating the trials of the expat life. And it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be just China. It could be anywhere. I mean, it's that that's sort of the the uh, the great thing about being an expat is it's a, such a catch-all term and also applies to people who've emigrated from wherever they they were born and going to live in another country, right? So that that's that's where I'm going uh, going with uh, with this uh, that with that podcast. This one a little bit different. This one's like a daily yik yak sort of it almost replaces my written blog, which I mentioned I was trying to write a blog post. I was trying to write a blog post. I sat down to write it and I got distracted. Then I turned on YouTube and I was eating and I made bacon and chicken and cheese. I mean, so I was like, okay, I'm distracted by this. And uh, so I was watching YouTube and eating my my dinner like that. And I haven't, I'm looking at this blog post and I'm like, it's 1030. I haven't finished it yet. And I just want to publish something because I haven't published something in a very long time. I have three other blog posts uh, in the, in the works and I haven't had the time to to finish them off, basically. So hopefully, over the next week, I will start publishing the blog posts again, in addition to these audio blogs, in addition to the big podcast. A lot of stuff. Life is full. It's good, though. I mean, I can't complain. This is all stuff. Um, there was one comment, at least, like, if you're not getting 50 or 100 listeners to your podcast, maybe you should think about stopping. I'm like, if I only had... Like I'm, I'm thinking of the people that listen. I go, it almost keeps me more honest to have the faces of the people that are listening because I know <laughs> some of them I know can be rather critical. Some of them can be be uh, Britannically critical, Britishly critical. They can be, they have the accent, they have the British accent, and they they say, oh, but maybe. You, Maybe you could do it like this, you know. That's not a British accent. I know. Don't racistize me. Don't come after me. Don't email me. Don't. No. 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 I'm just saying that they, they, they there's a criticism that, uh, and this is feedback. I get it. I understand. I do the same thing with the things that I'm listening to, um, and it keeps me honest. If I have, uh, you know, respecting their time uh, in mind while I'm recording these things, even with this daily audio yik-yak. It might shock you. I, I, if you're just joining me in this audio yik-yak, this daily audio digest, blog, whatever, I mean, you might be going, what is this guy talking about? And I'll tell you, I've been doing this for over a year. And the things that I talk about here, it's so varied. It's not. I've tried to do the topic podcast before. It sucked. It's been terrible. It's been pedantic. Terrible names. Dumb names. Just stupid. Dumb. Lame. This much more real, a lot more off the cuff. It's 20 minutes on and then off. You move on with your day. It's your coffee break. I know. I am taking up your coffee break. I get you. But I hope 
that especially with the work from home situation maybe this sort of uh provide you know gives that sort of uh fills a void i guess you could say right along those lines all right uh today i did manage to get the uh, the Mur- the half murph done so i've been feeling like crap all week finally feeling good today uh two mile warm-up here took me how long uh well it was a total of 20 minutes and 22 seconds for the two mile warm-up uh one mile run to to start the murph was 859 that's pretty good free activities which is the uh 50 pull-ups 100 push-ups and 150 air squats took me 22 minutes and 46 seconds. And the last mile took me 8 minutes and 30, uh, 28 minutes and 25 seconds. So that's pretty good. Uh, pretty decent uh, timing. Uh, I was actually surprised at how fast I got them done. Uh, and I was thinking, like, if I could get this down pretty, like, quick, you know, this whole run the first mile, do the, the, the pull-ups, push-ups, and squats, and the last mile, if I get that all done, like, within 45 minutes, that's a good time. Maybe 40 minutes. 40 minutes would be better, I think. Uh, so I'll try to push for that. And a lot of that, the, the pull-ups hold me back. 50 pull-ups took me 8 minutes today. 100 push-ups took me probably also 8 minutes. And then the the 150 squats took me about 6, 7 minutes around there. Uh, but, yeah, the pull-ups take forever because oh, the moving the body, like pulling your body up is not easy. And I threw out my back again. Like, my, Actually, I didn't. I strained my back. I, I didn't throw it out. I strained my back, and I don't know how because I'm doing these body weight exercises. I'm like, how can I – how did that happen on a body weight exercise where I sort of feel my upper back feeling a little bit uncomfortable? Bu uh, shufu, as they say in uh, Mandarin Chinese. Um, but – because me got it done. Uh, I mean, I'm not in pain or anything. I'm not in tears or anything like that. So it's it's better than before. And I actually think part of the reason why my back has been so finicky lately is because I've been trying to realign my hips again, uh, and that involves a lot of like the softening of the uh, the muscles around the hips and trying to straighten out the hips, uh, which is a lot of stretching of the and strengthening of the legs, the hamstrings, and the quads. Uh, and I think that is contributing to a rebalancing of like the spinal cord and the muscles muscles around it you can say it's an excuse you can say it's not whatever that's kind of what i understand like it it just seems so odd that i'd be getting so many sort of back tweaks in the last two or three weeks um given that it's overlapping with me sort of working more on uh realigning the hips so they're a little a a lot more um, equal basically uh other than that uh yeah Okay, so this whole is spitting the same as dog piss. You might wonder, like, what, what's he talking about? <laughs> what What are you spitting? Uh, the idea is that uh, if you're walking outside, and because um, of my compound, you see two things happening quite a bit. Um, old men, typically, some old women, elder women, aged uh, wisdom holders, knowledge bearers, uh, spitting on the on the ground. And then you also see lots of dog owners letting their dogs squat and piss. Now this does get me. Okay, this is very realist uh, to me, real to me, because it's not just the shoes. It's when I'm doing the push-ups. Where do you think I do them? I have got. I've, I don't do them on the benches anymore because. <laughs> Not only is it a little bit more cumbersome to do them on a bench, I, I I do them on the ground, and you're like, oh god, 
never shake Sersky's hands again. Never, never. I mean, those hands have been on the dog piss and spit ground 50 times. It's gross. And it's true. I, I, I had a bit of a hang-up about it before. Um, until, I'm not sure about your compound, but how do the cleaners clean the mops? Well, they take the mop, they soak it in water, and then they put it on the bench, and they take a wooden stick, and they bang the mop on the bench that people sit on and that I'd be doing my push-ups on anyway. So either way, I'm touching touching spit, piss, dog shit, uh, shoe detritus and everything, puke, you name it. it. You can't get away from it. I guess the only thing that really kind of gets me is that if I'm doing a push-up and my beard touches the ground, that's where it's like, ah, that's a little gross. Maybe I should stop stroking my beard and thinking at the same time while I'm working out. (laughs) Oh, goodness, it's gross. I know, it's fucking horribly gross. Uh, but all right, so this whole uh, authority said that they have uh, that this national map of China thing. Okay, so this is an article that just came out uh, again today about uh, China cracking down on these illegal maps. And surprise, surprise, I'm, I, I'm not sure if you know this, but a lot of stuff is made in China, manufactured here, uh, like maps, for example. And some of the maps um, are exported overseas. Uh, And they include images of China. (laughs) Now, if you are from China, you view China as one place. If you're from outside of China, you might view China as having a secondary uh, place that uh, has disputed its existence. And, well, actually, the the major part of China disputes its its existence. Kind of like how Russia disputes the existence of uh, Crimea and or Ukraine. Uh, So... My my th- thing about this actually is that you know you the the government says this the authorities say this that they're they're cracking down on these these maps because as this article states the authorities said that a correct national map is a symbol of a national sovereignty uh, of national sovereignty and territorial integrity and I go what about Crimea what about Donbass what about Ukraine? Doesn't seem like there's very much concern about the Ukrainian map when it's you know not affecting what's here. This, so I, I kind of look at the statement going, uh, why are you cracking down on these maps? I, I hope though if those maps show any part of what Ukraine should be rightfully is, then you can only color, you know, the other disputed territories the same color as what some maps color Crimea or Donbass or any other parts that Russia has tried to lay claim, laid claim to, lay claim to, rather than, you know, what the nationals, the UN, the WHO, the everybody, international world sort of agrees, which is the geographical boundary of Ukraine. If it's not, then uh, you color all those... Uh, Territory is the same, and uh, we'll let God sort them out, I guess. That's, that seems what it's to be, if you believe in that God, even. YouTube watching. Yeah, so I was watching a little bit of YouTube, uh, watching uh, just stuff, watching uh, things go by. Was it Joe Rogan again? That was uh, the, the CIA guy was on talking about the Trump raid. And he didn't really say very much. Uh, he said a lot of words, but it didn't really 
same, actually, if you read the comments, they all said the same thing. They're like, this guy just doesn't say anything. It's all very uh, politically center, very uh, non-binding any way or the other. And I think kind of Joe Rogan was actually a little bit tipsy on that at that episode. Uh, he's a good guy to listen to. I mean, uh, not just Joe Rogan, but this guy, who uh, the CIA guy, because uh, he created this documentary last year, I think it was, uh, Top Secret uh, Uncovered or something like that. Very good series. It was very informative. A little bit showboaty as well, but uh, it it was entertaining. It was educational. You can get something from it. And I I like listening to the guy because, you know, he sort of gives that sort of authentic view of how the CIA works, how government uh, organizations work, uh, and things like that. So uh, this whole idea that... uh, um, the White House had no idea that uh, Mar-a-Lago, Trump's residence, was going to be um, raided by the FBI. He's just going, no, nah, that's not possible. If that's possible, then this country, like basically this country's gone to shit. Like U.S. has gone to shit. Because like if the White House doesn't know what's going on under its own federal uh, security organizations, um, yeah, that's not a good sign. That That's not what the White House wants either. Even if they actually didn't know, they don't want to say that. That's that. That's no. That's like another country that doesn't want to be named, saying like, "Oh, you mean they listed overseas?" Ah, really? Oh, they did. Yeah, same thing. You don't want that to happen. You kind of just agree with and go, "Yes, of course we knew." Check on that, please. <laughs> kind of like the you know that that uh, scene, um, Les Grossman, Tropic Thunder, where he screams at the terrorists and then hangs up and throws the phone. He's like, "Can you check it out?" Check who that was, please. <laughs> then he verifies, screams at them first, and then gets them to verify. Yeah, so something along that, along those lines. Uh, yeah, I am running over uh, twenty minutes here. Uh, LibriVox. I downloaded some e-box, e-box, e-books. I'm going to be listening to some of those. Uh, thinking it'd be a lot easier than trying to read some of the books that I uh, got to listen to uh, or that I want to read. Uh, Thucydides is one that came to mind. Have you ever listened to LibriVox? Do you like them? Do you like the sometimes inconsistent quality of the recordings? But would you dare volunteer your time? Is a very good question. And a live track. I thought, you know what? I haven't done this in a while. I should actually record a live track. And so, that's what I'm going to try to do today uh, on the, the GarageBand, on the iPad. We'll see if it works. It might suck. Who knows? But uh, I will record it, and that way I can post it up as well, and you guys can have a listen. All right, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Show notes, tracks, and vids up on my website, uh, stevensirsky.com. Thank you very much for listening, not only to this podcast, this daily audio blog, Geek Yak, but also to the big cast. And thank you for your feedback. Thank you for the comments. And you know what? I was thinking, if you could, I I would like to, you know, a, a little bit of a greater sample size, maybe not just the people that I know, Share the podcast. Send it to someone else. I, <laughs> if, if, you, if you send it to someone else and say, oh, listen to this guy's podcast, you, know, you can fill that in with a, the, the C word or, you know, explit of your, of your choice. Send me a screenshot. We'll have a good laugh about it. Um, but otherwise, if you don't, even if you just send it to someone else, uh, if you if you know of anybody else who would have you know benefit or would be interested in something, I'd be interested in knowing the the bare ears, the new ears sort of impression of that podcast. Because a lot of people that I talk to, I mean, they're close to me. I know them, work with them. I I, I talk to them a lot. Um, maybe a little bit biased, uh, although again, British sort of criticism. 
I understand it's there, uh, but all that being the case, uh, it, it is, I'd be interested in knowing what people who are fresh to the program think. Uh, and maybe maybe the lack of statistics is enough to sort of dictate, to, to indicate what, where this podcast lies. And to tell you the truth, I'm not sure if it would stop me anyway. I think, um, I guess the question is, like, do, do I keep on going with it? Do I keep on going with the interviews? Uh, do I keep on going with this little audio podcast as well? Or do I stop and, 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 and do what? What else would I do with my time? I, I, no, guys, girls, I think you're stuck with me. Um, I think as long as there's an internet connection, a, a microphone... Uh, and something to talk about, and even if there's nothing to talk about, I think there's still going to be 20 minutes of Steve every day, or at least a lot of days of the, the of the year and of the week and the months and the years. All right, again, I'm going to leave it there, folks. Uh, Stevensersky.com is where I keep all the archives for this. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it, and uh, let's see if I can mix down this uh, this track live. Here we go. Okay, folks, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.